JM in the AM, uh, before that, Eitan Freilich with Elio. Well, uh, I don't think we, as I said yesterday, I don't think we can go into Pesach, especially with so many people utilizing today and tomorrow to shop. Uh, and even those who've shopped for wine already for Pesach, a lot of people will go back to the stores now when they hear of a specific bottle or hear of a specific um, a case of wine. Um, with all that in mind, we cannot possibly go into Pesach without the recommendations of the one, the only, the vice president of wine education, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth, uh, the person who for close to 30 years has been giving recommendations to this audience when it comes to kosher wine. He is from the grapevine, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, and he is the one, the only, Jay... Booksbaum. How are you, Mr. Booksbaum? Amazing. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Fantastic. <laughs> B-H, 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 B-H. By the way, and I, I know, I, know I, I shouldn't harp on it, but I, I tend to do so anyway. You were one of the people who was in our old studio. My gosh, I can't even count the number of times. I mean, if you told me 100, I'd believe it. So you were yeah. you were one of the people who really appreciated what that space was like and how warm an atmosphere it was. So I thank you for that, <sighs> sir. I really do thank you for that because it was really heartwarming to hear from you and to get your reaction to what had happened because it did bring back a whole host of great memories. You know, it, it, it wasn't just the, of course, wonderful stuff that VK and so many other people contributed to the technical aspects of it. The warmth and the history and the richness and the pictures oh my gosh the pictures oh my gosh of, of historic moments in the, of the last 35 40 years maybe even a little bit longer which is unbelievable and to lose all of that you know just know that we have them in our hearts and in our minds oh, i appreciate that uh it's Erev pesach or at least it feels like it's Erev pesach there are other people who refer to this week in a different way than the way i just referred to it there's some people who really uh who are really and i, I don't mean to joke about the pressure out there because obviously there is a lot of pressure uh but people have given the this week uh some interesting names jay because the preparations for pesach are not always easy are not always smooth let's put it that way uh, and um, we just want to get to Friday night. We want to get to the Seder and and start the proceedings. We should mention uh, you represent uh, such a major and uh, and massive uh, wine company, and I don't know how many bottles of Kedem and Royal Wine are going to be on the tables uh, around the world this coming Friday night, but it will be an astounding number, an astronomical number, that's for sure. Um, we should mention that the before we talk about you know recommendations by you, we should mention that uh, a whole host of uh, different situations that people are in are addressed by your company, uh, whether it's uh, low sugar wines, low alcohol wines, uh, wines where you know uh, are available and therefore gives rabbis the options of making decisions that will help uh, their congregants. Um, you know, I mean, you get my point. I mean, you, you just people need to know uh, because we've spent time in past years, you know, discussing details. People need to know that a whole bunch of options are out there, no matter what their situation might be. That's right. That's right. So uh, we we've gone over this many many times. Low alcohol, low sugars. Um, yeah, whole bunch. All there. Take advantage, everybody. If you're in a specific medical situation, uh, your rabbi has options of what to recommend. Obviously, grape juice is a. Uh, is, is obviously an option for certain people when when the the alcohol is too great. Um, 
but uh, just know that those options exist. All right, Jay, you know what we're asking for? We're asking for recommendations. There are people who over the next couple of days, whether they've already gotten their wine for Pesach or not, are going to be focused on getting something extra special for the Seder, for their family, as a gift for somebody before the Chag. Um, what are you recommending? What's the list of Jay Booksbaum recommendations? Well, let's start with Baron Herzog. Now, Baron Herzog, you know, is known for their Cabernet and Chardonnay and, you know, Zinfandel and, uh, you know, old vine Zinfandel, in fact, which means that the wines are richer, thicker, uh, coming from vines where uh, the berries, we, we call them berries and wine speak, that is the grapes, are so tiny and so intense that the richness is all there. But there's one wine from Baron Herzog that people don't know, I mean, don't really think about. It's called Aleph, A-L-E-P-H, and it's a blend. And the reason why I recommend it is twofold. First of all, it's it's interesting and it's new, but also it's complex. It's got it's a blend of wine, so it's not just straight Cabernet or straight Merlot. It's you know it's wine that you know you can get more complexity out of. So that's one from Baron Herzog. Nice. And I always like I always like to um, you know I, I often will start my seder. And again, if you if you tune into my big reveal after the seder Saturday night. I'm sorry, Sunday night, um, you'll, uh, maybe, maybe I'll give you some insights into actually what I did taste and I didn't pick it beforehand. And that's why I can't even tell you, even if I wanted to, because I usually make a game time decision, but it's interesting. I often start the Seder with a rosé. So Baron Herzog has a nice rosé. There's another amazing wine, if you can find it. I don't know if there's much out of out there because it's sold out as far as we're concerned, but there may be some in the stores. And that's the Generation 9 or the Generation wines from the Herzog part of the Baron Herzog family. And those wines are intense and rich and not cheap, but really worth the money. Generation nine is a stag's leap, which comes from a really, really tiny area. So just to give you a perspective, you can buy uh, Cabernet grapes or a winery can buy Cabernet grapes for uh, less than a thousand dollars. Some Cabernet grapes cost as much as $30,000. And it's the, that's right. And the grapes that make the Stag's Leap, uh, the Stag's Leap wine come from those kinds of grapes. And then, so, you know, Herzog and Baron Herzog and the single vineyards. uh, I love, um, there's a brand new Chardonnay out from Herzog vineyards called Chalk Hill, which, you know, everybody, not everybody, but lots of wine drinkers know about the Chalk Hill Cabernet, but the Chalk Hill Chardonnay is a brand new wine. Uh, A Pinot Noir, I often pick Pinot Noir for the third cup. Why? Because the second cup goes into the meal. So for that, I pick a rich wine so it could, you know, match and balance with the kosher, with the wonderful, delicious foods that you're having, whether you're going with me to Perfect Pesach or anyplace else. And then for the third coast, which, you know, you want a little bit lighter. And Pinot Noir is <clears throat> certainly what we call the winemaker's wine because it's so difficult to make them. It's so gentle and so such a beautiful wine. So there's a, a great hint, Herzog lineage Pinot Noir as well. And then, of course, um, you know, talked about, here's an interesting wine. <clears throat> you mentioned in the beginning about how some people want low alcohol and low sugars, but also a lot of people want low sulfites. Right, right? good point. So there's two wines. And, and, and because a lot of people say, oh, my nose gets red or I get headaches or, you know, and, and I don't want sulfites in my wine. Well, sulfites are naturally occurring wine simply because they grow in the ground. So they end up in the grapes. But 
most wines add sulfites. There are very few that don't. There's one from uh, the Herzog um, um, line that's called Belief. Be, like you say, believe. Right. All right. This one is spelled. This one is spelled B E and then dash L E A F. And this Belief wine is completely organic. Has no added sulfites. Is a Cabernet. So it's a serious wine. It's made by our wonderful woman winemaker, Alicia Wilbur. And uh, nice, great from lady. She does a great job. And this belief Cabernet is no sulfite standards. And then from Yossi Zaycon, this is a great, great name, if nothing else. And it is something else. And that is a wine called Nature Screaming. Wow. I'll repeat that. But say that again. Say it in your own words. Nature Screaming. Nature's Screaming. Right. That's the name of the wine. And it's a blend of New York State hybrids and uh, uh, some French hybrids made made and grown in New York State. And it has zero, um, it has zero sulfites in it. But all, so it's 9% alcohol. So it's a fun, easy drinking wine that'll satisfy a lot of palates and a lot of people who want they're wines that are not Mabusho, especially perhaps for that first cup. Um, and then, of course, you know, we have wonderful wines from France, not the least of which is the Rothschild wine. And I just tasted the new uh, uh, Rothschild Haute Uh And it's just the, the vintage is a great vintage. You know, all, all the vintages from Haute Medoc and from Rothschild specifically are consistently good. Um, so there's a wine that you can bring as a gift too, because, oh, you brought me a Rothschild, you know? <laughs> so, you know, there's, it's made in the famous Chateau Clark, which is a not kosher winery that makes a special cuvee. And it's the only kosher wine made under the real Rothschild name. So, you know, the others, we're trying to get them to make some of their grand crews, uh, you know, premier crews, grand crews, um, first growths actually. Uh, under kosher, but so far we haven't been able to convince them. And shall I continue? Yeah, for sure continue. I mean, this list is insane. Uh, it's, it's amazing what's available out yeah. there and how many different varieties and flavors are around. I talked about, you know, one of the one of the first growths. Um, we're trying to get them to make a first growth kosher. There's only five first growths in the world from France. But one of the and the fact that they're non-kosher wineries. There's a very, very, very famous winery from Provence that makes. Now they're starting to make some whites, but and and a red, but they're very famous and they make Grand Cru's rosés, and that's called Chateau Rubin. And Chateau Rubin uh, is just making some wonderful rosés. Anything from Chateau Rubin, their Grand Cru, their Saint B, which is. And the St. B, by the way, is not expensive. It's about 20 bucks. What's interesting about that is that they make kosher and non-kosher. However, because the kosher does so well in America, there's not any non-kosher Chateau Rubin here available in America. Wow. Only the kosher, that's right, could you imagine? Only the kosher is available here in America. And if you, you know, during the course of Yontif, and even, you know, there, again, you know, I defer to ask your local rabbi all the time, but, you know, there is a, an opinion that if you, if your favored wine is a white wine, that's what you should be using. Right. So, so for some, you know, so, so for some white wines, there's, 
from wonderful Sancerre this year and also a Pouli Fumé, also from France. And you cannot ever, ever, ever forget, and I urge everybody to please include at least one Israeli wine in your Seder both nights. And um, whoever that is will just, you know, go away. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, somebody's peeping in. But I got it. One of my, it's my daughter. It's my daughter, but, you know, she'll have to wait. Will she be patient, do you think? Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out if the beeps keep coming. But anyway, one of my favorite wines that nobody talks about or that very few, you know, very few hooplas made about is a winery from the Judean Hills from Hari Yehuda called Tzuba. T-Z-U-B-A. T-Z-U-B-A. And what I love about Tzuba, and very few wineries can, in Israel, or for that matter elsewhere in the world, can make this claim, is that they are completely estate. Now, what that means is that not only do they make the wine, not only do they crush the grapes and bottle the wine, but they also grow the wine that they make. So it's completely vertically integrated, meaning that they have complete control from the time they literally plant the grapevine until it ends up on your, uh, you know, releasing it to you from their winery. Now, the reason why this is important, especially in the case of Tsuba, is because they're so careful. You know, they're more focused on their grape growing than they are in their winemaking. I'm sorry, in their wine promoting. And so nobody knows about it, ah. how great it is. It's really great. They, you know, they keep, you know, they sell, they sell grapes to some of the best wineries in Israel. But nobody, nobody realizes that they make some great wines of their own. And so anything that comes from Tsuba would be great. Of course, you have the uh, usual and regular wineries that make consistently wonderful wines that are much more accessible in terms of price. And those are, Bar I'm sorry, Barkan and Tepeberg. And of course, the arguably the oldest commercial winemaking company in, in Israel, and that's Carmel. And there's also, here's, here's a fun fun like kind of fact um, and that is is that they discovered about 20 years ago uh, pips which is grape seeds in in amphora uh, in digs and they found that these amphora these grape seeds come from indigenous grapes that grow in Israel that hadn't made wine for a thousand years you know when the, when Muslims came in of course, they stopped making wine because they can't drink wine right. and they won't drink wine. But now they've replanted those grapes. It, one of the one one of those grapes is called Marawi. I know that's hard to say. Marawi. 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 And uh, Seagull makes a Marawi. So if you want, if you want to taste something that's both ancient and brand spanking new, there's a wine for you. It's a Marawi. It's white. Uh, it's white. But it's really delicious wine and uh, something you might want to taste. Certainly, if you're going to do it for Kalamite barbecue, lots of people are going to have that. So, with your grilled chicken, right? Have a Marawi from Segal. I always love to try at least, or at least think about trying at least one sparkling wine. Because, after all, Pesach is a celebration of freedom, right? Yep. So, you know, and it's just a freedom from oppression, freedom of, you know, religion, freedom of especially the Yidden. So, you know, let's celebrate with a sparkler, right? That's a cool thing. And there's some great sparkling wines 
not the least of which is, of course, the Herzog brand spanking new, the Herzog method champenois, uh, and, uh, or traditional method, which is a, a, a really great wine that's made in the same, it's made from California grapes and from Chardonnay, but it's made in the same way some of the great French champagnes are. Uh, and that, like Drapier and uh, Laurent Perrier, to just name a few. And here's a great story that came out this year um, that was kind of known, but nobody talked about it. And that is, is that during the Spanish Inquisition, Jews were expelled from Spain, right? Right. And so for five for 500 years, there, you know, nobody, no Jewish family made wine in Spain. Well, just a few, you know, about 12 years ago, a wonderful family, <clears throat> the Cohen family, opened up and started making wine in Spain. They traced their roots back to Spain from before the Inquisition. They lived in Morocco and then returned to Spain and under the LV label is now making wines for the first time from a Jewish family in Spain called LV Wines. Remember, but, I, th- you know, I think they were in our studio last year, if I'm not mistaken. They were. They were in your studio, David Cohen and Moises Cohen, his dad, right. uh, wonderful people. David was the one who was in your studio right. he was with me. He was, he was just, he was just such a charming guy, but even more importantly than the history and the, you know, the richness of that, you know, that all of that is the wine. My goodness. Yeah. Always focus on the quality of the wine. And they, they are just doing such a great job, including, <clears throat> you know, very special, like super duper high end wine called Clomasora that comes from LV Vineyards, but just about anything from LV Vineyards uh, would just be a great bottle of wine. And if you, if you, um, if you go a little further, just also brand spanking new. So I've mentioned a whole bunch of brand new wines. There's a really delicious, I was flipped out when I tasted it. You know, the Herzog, the Herzog, the Rothschild family is making wines, started out making wines in France, uh, Lafitte, uh, Latour, uh, you know, um, Mouton, Rothschild, but they now make wine all over the world. One, one wine, for example, that's been around for a very long time, kosher. And, and because of our relationship with them in making the Rothschild wine at Chateau Clark, <clears throat> some of their wines that they make around other places in the world, they're also making kosher cuvées. So, for example, in Argentina, they're making a wine called Pleches de los Andes, <laughs> okay, which is a which is a, a yeah, which is which is really delicious. But he just started making wine <clears throat> in New Zealand, and one of the wines I'm telling you, wine is ridiculously delicious and not expensive. It's called Rima Pear, R I M E P E R E. Rima Pear. It's a Sauvignon Blanc, and it's got that classic white grapefruit, you know, ar- aromatic, but it's got a almost sweet lemony flavor in the mouth. And so Rima Pear from the Rothschild is is really quite a delicious white wine. Amazing. And there's a brand new there's a brand new wine from um from Israel, winery in, from Israel that anyway, it's not brand new, but it's it's brand new to us that we represent. And that is um Tura, T U R A. T U R A wine. And Tura is just makes a whole series of wines that consistently are great. One of the wines talk about rosés. If you want to try a rosé, like I suggest, perhaps for the first coast, try Tura's new rosé. And you know, 
You think you're tall? Well, guess what? I got one. I'm going to one up you here. Not me. (laughs) Obviously I'm that little, I'm that little short guy from, from Williamsburg. But, um, but Stoudemire, right? Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. What does he got? Amari Stoudemire, who, who converted to Judaism and is a really, you know, he's a black hatter. (laughs) Not only is he black, but he's also a black hatter, (laughs) you know? Black hat, white shirt, black suit. You know, he's assistant coach for the Nets. Um, he was, of course, the rookie of the year in his first year uh, with the NBA. Played for the Knicks. Uh, just, just a wonderful and a wonderful, wonderful guy. Is making wine both in Israel at um, at Tulip Winery and also in California at the Herzog Winery. But he's got a bunch of wines. Look for his wines. If you want to give a gift and you know these people are into sports, bring them an Amari Stoudemire wine. It's a good idea. You'll, they'll love you. They'll, they'll, keep, they'll keep inviting you back. Trust me. Not, and again, it's not just the fact that it's a fun, you know, fun thing that Amari, who is, what, 7-1 or something. I don't know. Some ridiculous number. He's up there. Um, but not – he's up there. He's taller than you. Yeah, that's right. You know? <laughs> It's not just that it's a fun thing that Amari is making wine, but it's also good wine. So there's a bunch of wines uh, that that I thought would be would be fun for you all. Um, and I don't know if you got any if you had any questions or any comments. Uh, wonderful wine from I just looking through the book here. Wonderful wines from Italy. The only, or I should say, one of two, I believe, only hundred percent kosher wineries in all of Europe. Not just Italy. In all of Europe, there's, I believe, only two kosher wineries. I believe both of them are in Europe. Of course, there's a lot of kosher wines, and those wines are made in non-kosher wineries by, you know, with with, you know, a completely kosher crew. But there are two only kosher wineries. One is called Terra de Seta, and uh, they're really. If, if you ever get a chance to go there, they have a nice little bed and breakfast. It's not fancy, but it's so romantic and it's so. Oh, kind of, I don't know, quaint. And, you know, they'll get you some kosher food and you can drink their wines and you can hang out with the winemaker and the owners uh, of husband and wife team. Um, just wonderful people, Terra de Seta. I love a wine from them called Asai, A-F-A-I. And what's interesting is, you know, again, to bring to your to the attention of you know, the kind of geeky stuff that I love about wines. Asai is a wine that can only be designated Asai if a, a conglomeration of their own winemate, of own competitive wineries in the area, and I'm talking about a hundred or more, come together, they taste through all of their wines that they all made, and they decide that on three or four of them, they will they reach the level of Asai. And mm. So could you imagine wow. the kosher winery in in Tuscany has got an acai wine, and they do it every year. So it's not it's not necessarily consistent. You don't always get your acai designation, but Terra de Sete has gotten an acai designation, I think, two or three years in a row. So there there are some of the really amazing wines that are coming from, um, of course, Per Habib. Um, Bib wines from also from Spain are, are amazing. Um, just, there you go. Unbelievable. Lots of information on the website, of course, everybody. 
Uh, you just uh, go to the Kedem website and uh, you will see a whole host. Of, and, and the truth is, if you go to any kosher wine website, uh, the majority of what's being featured is going to be your products, Jay. So people can take advantage by researching that way as well. And um, and I always say, yeah, go ahead. Right. I always say, especially these days, these the retailers, especially the kosher retailers, really know their stuff. And I like them for that. I mean, they, it's not just, they're not just sitting behind the counter waiting for you to come in. They're, they're, they're actively engaged and involved with the wine. And they really can, you know, they really can ask just by asking you a few questions about your taste preferences, price and taste preferences can really direct you well. Yeah, they're well-educated and they uh, really impart that knowledge on the customers and the customers take advantage by buying the wines that best fits them and best suits them, whether it's for Yunta for any other time. Uh, everybody out there, Friday night is the Seder. Uh, you'll find out after the weekend how Jay did regarding the uh, wines during uh, during the Sdurim. But right now, we're just uh, thankful to Jay that he gave us a list of, of a lot, a long list, thank God, of great recommendations and wonderful things yeah. to be aware of as you shop over the next couple of days uh, for your last-minute wines for Pesach. Even those who have already shopped for wine, as I always say, when this list is discussed on the air, they'll head out and... Um, and uh, I purchased the one that uh, struck their fancy during this conversation. I'm very glad you included, of course, the wines from Israel. Jay, you carried me through this spot, as I told, as I told you earlier. As I told you earlier, I need your help. And boy, you came through with flying colors. And I thank you for that. You're welcome. On behalf of the Herzog family, myself and my family, and uh, Nachum, I want to wish everybody a kosher and zisen. I don't know why. I don't know why we include that, but in Williamsburg we always did a kosher and zisen Pesach to everyone. Amen. Chai kosher v'sameach, kosher zisen Pesach, Jay, and thanks so much for joining us. We should continue to celebrate wonderful occasions together, including the seder this coming Friday night from the grapevine. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem pre Pesach with the one and only Jay. Books bound. Thanks, Jay. Have a chag sameach. There he is. More coming up. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of JM in the AM.